host, coach, and professor that founded Worth Results to help people maximize their potential and achieve what they want out of life. Today, we're going to talk about self-esteem and self-image. So put away all your distractions and focus on today's lesson because this class is now in session. I have said this before and I'll say it again. We become what we think about. What do you think when you think of yourself? Is it positive? Is it less than flattering? What we feel about ourselves is crucial to the level of results we achieve. Now, there's a couple of things I want to reference today to help get that point across. The first is a movie called I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumer. This is a great movie about self-esteem, self-confidence, and how we perceive ourselves. Now, in the beginning, Amy's character, Renee, you know, looks at herself in the mirror a couple of times and is constantly disappointed or even depressed when she sees herself. She doesn't like herself or her appearance. She wears less than flattering clothes that help hide her body. She goes into stores and salespeople feel she's a larger size than she actually is. She goes to a spin class and goes to a get biking shoes from an attendant and she lies about what her shoe size actually is because it's larger than she feels is acceptable to the ladies around her. She then whispers what it actually is and of course there's a whole humor scene around it making her feel worse and more self-conscious. The issue is that what we believe with our self-image we act as if it is true. But Continuing with the movie, after an accident at that spin class, Renee gets knocked out for a few minutes and she wakes up and sees herself in a whole new beautiful light. Now, she hasn't changed on the outside and there's some humor scenes regarding that, but her perception of what she sees has actually changed. She starts to become confident. She goes after her dream job and lands it. She starts dating, thinking, It's because she is now beautiful as to why she's getting all this attention. She enters a bar beauty contest with confidence and zeal. She starts hanging around models and other successful and beautiful people she wants to hang around with and so on and so forth. Unfortunately, like many wish stories, she loses some of her humanity in the process, but realizes when her gift goes away, And then she puts pictures on a side-by-side comparison, a bit of a before and after. She realizes she's exactly the same person, and it was just her perception that changed. She didn't change sizes. She didn't change her hairstyle. She didn't wear more or less makeup. Yes, she chose more confident clothing, but she wore the clothes with confidence. Nothing else changed but her perception and ultimately her perspective on outward appearances. What we see in Renee is comedy with a very self-image important message. Again, we believe and act as if it is true. If what we think of ourselves, that is the most important thing. So therefore, the question you need to ask is, what do you believe about yourself? We have two images of ourselves, our internal image, what we think of ourselves, or maybe what other people think of ourselves, what we think they think of ourselves, and the external image, what we actually show on the outside. That leads me to my second reference point. 
related to a book called Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. If you haven't had a chance to read this book yet, please go to Chapters or Indigo and get yourself a copy. Dr. Maltz, a plastic surgeon, actually first coined the term self-image. He had performed hundreds of surgeries in his career, and what he started to see was very interesting. He found when he would perform these appearance-altering surgeries on people, some of which were regarding a disfigurement or even really any change in physical appearance, some clients became happy with the changes, showing positive reactions and changing their lives for the better, while others didn't change their attitude towards themselves at all. They stayed unhappy with the changes, and and while he had changed their physical appearance, their thoughts of themselves didn't change. He studied that for years and fostered the notion that we have these two images of ourselves, one that we hold internally and one that is external, and they don't always align. He states in his book that we act, behave, and feel according to what we consider our self-image to be. And we do not deviate from this pattern. He further continued to state that ourselves will impact our external results and as such develop techniques that anyone can use to improve and manage their self-image. Many psychologists, motivational gurus, sports coaches, and the like have studied his findings and used these techniques for improved results. I'm going to go outline some of those here. The first to aid in developing your self-image and self-esteem is confidence. Confident thoughts in your own abilities, your own appearance is paramount to your success. If you're thinking negatively or critically of your own abilities or appearance, then that will translate to how your life will be. The character Renee in I Feel Pretty started to act confidently when she felt more confident in her appearance. If you're looking for perfection in yourself or perfection in your life, well, you'll be left wanting because perfection is almost impossible to achieve. However, excellence and being your best is quite achievable. So striving to be the best you is what to shoot for. Be confident in yourself. And if you don't have that, well, let's work on it. How do you do that? How do you get confidence? Confidence comes from belief. Belief comes from either faith or knowledge. Now, not blind faith. That's not real faith. Blind faith leaves when it's challenged. But real faith will stay firm. For those that don't have faith, then knowledge will provide belief. Knowledge of yourself will add to confidence. And I've said this in previous podcast lessons, you need to believe you are a better version of yourself, the best. So let's begin doing that. Visualize the person you want to become. Imagine what you want to look like, act like, be like. Then write it down and get emotionally involved in it and do it on a daily basis. Now, what do I mean by that? Writing it down, especially on a daily basis, gets you thinking about it. You start by saying it over and over is one thing, but in order to write something, we need to think about it first. If we have to think about it, then we start visualizing and that gets us thinking on how to turn that picture into words. We think in pictures. I'm going to say that again. We think 
in pictures. That is the basis for critical thinking. From there, as you see the picture in your mind and look at it and you need to convert it into words, write those words down, you'll start to like what you're, what you're thinking and then like what you're writing. Now, don't give a moment's thought or an ounce of energy on how this will happen. Just enjoy the thoughts you're thinking. Start to see yourself the way you want to dress, the way you want to look, the people you want to be around, and so on. Do that repeatedly. The repetition will help get it into your subconscious mind. If you feel yourself losing sight of that image or criticizing it, then stop those thoughts immediately and get back to the image and read those words you wrote until those negative thoughts leave. Live in the feeling of that imagined person being a reality. As soon as you become emotionally involved, it will become part of your subconscious. Make a decision that you want to become that and you will start to move in that direction. If you want to look a certain way, start dressing that way. If you want to drop weight or gain muscle, start looking at ways to do that. Move these thoughts then into action. The more emotionally involved you get in this, the more you will see things that will cause you to move in that direction. And then you move more and more towards that goal. It is actually just that easy. And you'll love it. This brings me to another point. Loving yourself creates self-esteem. Here's an exercise for you to do. Write down 20 things that you love about yourself. Love, not like. 20 things. If it's hard to come up with 20 things, then you want to think, you know, about why that is. But secondly, I want you to think even harder about coming up with those 20 items. I am sure it isn't that you don't have 20 great things about you. 100% you do. It's just your perception of yourself, your level of self-esteem. Write down 20 things you love about yourself, not 20 things you have that you love, 20 things about you. Next, here's something else that you can do. I want you to do this daily as well. Go and stand in front of a mirror, a full-length mirror if you have one. Look at yourself, look straight into your eyes, and say, I love you, and mean it. Watch what happens after you do that. One of two things will likely occur. You're going to smile at yourself because you believe it. Maybe even get a little blushingly emotional. Or you may get negatively charged because you're questioning it. You may cry or look disappointed, or even get annoyed or angry. If those negative emotions start to come forward, keep looking at yourself and saying, I love you. When we tell someone we love them, we usually mean it, or we don't say it. By saying it, you'll start to believe it. Every time you see yourself in a mirror, look at yourself, look square in the eyes, and say, I love you, until there's a time that you really smile afterwards and believe it. You have more than 20 wonderful things about you. Believe that because it's true. Now, I'm not talking about vanity here. Vanity is taking self-esteem to an extreme. Say that five times fast. I'm talking about simple self-esteem and self-image development. 
I want to share with you a true story about when I was in my early 20s. I was visiting my girlfriend in Toronto one weekend and we went downtown to meet with some of her new Toronto friends. We went into a restaurant. I remember I was wearing a blue tank dress and I had my hair done up. Um, But honestly, I was feeling very self-conscious about my appearance. I, I didn't dress fancy like people from Toronto. Um, We didn't really have access to those cool stores in Belleville where I grew up. Now, it wasn't just because I was in Toronto and I was self-conscious of my appearance. I was pretty enough, but for some reason, I didn't like the idea of any critical attention. Why? Well, like most people, I lacked self-confidence. I was sitting with a mirror behind me, and I I kept checking myself in the mirror to see if my bra straps were showing and how I would look. Uh, making sure I wasn't going to embarrass myself. I tried to enjoy myself, but I remember really how uncomfortable I was being there. When we went back to my friend's place, I said to her, you know, your new friends seem nice. And she said, yes, but they thought you were pretty vain. When I thought about why they would think that, thought I, you know, I thought about how many times I looked at myself in the mirror to check how insecure I was feeling. And, and if my bra was showing, which is, you know, devastating back in the day. My hair looked and, and, you know, I was so self-conscious about it. You know, to them though, I was being vain. You know, and in their mind, as I looked good and I, I looked at myself so many times, it must be that I'm vain. Now there's a perfect example of the two images we portray. One internal feeling and the one we show external. If I had more self-confidence, I wouldn't have felt the need to keep checking in the mirror, and I would have enjoyed myself, and then they wouldn't have thought I was so vain. It was a very valuable lesson to learn about my own self-confidence and self-esteem. And developing that self-esteem is more difficult today for younger people with social media and everything we do and, and look like being up for review or debate, likes, reposting, tweeting, and so on. It is likely harder for young adults than ever before. That's why it's even more critical to develop these tips and and ways to improve your self-image and your self-confidence. You need to understand the two parts of your self-image, the internal part, the self-esteem that you think about yourself, and the external part, what other people are thinking. But it's not just what other people are thinking, it's what you're thinking other people are thinking. Love yourself. Be confident. That external part, well, if you want to portray the best image externally, then make a decision today to start being who you want to be and start to become that. But be confident and love yourself. Visualize the external and love and confidently move to that image while being internally strong. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I know there are a lot of choices out there and I'm so happy you spent your time with me. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a lesson. If you want to talk about your own story or have a specific question to be answered next time, head over to worthresults.com and connect with me. I would love to hear from you. See you next time.